Hi, I'm Brenda Burns, and this is the Vienna Assembly of God Sermons Podcast. Thank you for listening. It's an honor to share this time with you. Learn more about the ministries of Vienna Assembly of God at ViennaAG.com. Please leave your comments and reviews on the platform where you're listening. And now for today's message. Danielson, um, I honestly don't remember how long ago it is that we met, but I do remember um, it's been five years ago, maybe, maybe six, that um, I led a women's event that was, uh, and we created space there for people to deal with different issues, and one of the people that came and helped me with that was Liz, and I really appreciate that. I... um, so appreciate her ministry uh, speaking to the issue of grief and I think she'll may she may mention this but I'm just going to go ahead and say um, she is on her own path of experiencing grief and overcoming it Um, her husband passed away last year and uh, so this is real and she's speaking from her own lived experience, not just some theory that she learned in a book somewhere. And so I want us to welcome her and just be ready to receive all that God has for us from her today. Liz, will you come? Great. It is so good to be here. For those that are here in the house, thank you very much. And for those that are at home, Experiencing cr- at Christmas time joy um, is really tough. And uh, we need to hear about the biblical joy that God has for us. And that's what I want to share with you today. Um, happiness is based on what is happening. I'm happy because you showed up. I'm happy that we have this wonderful opportunity to be online so that we can talk to people at home or in their cars or wherever they are. But biblical joy is based on what we believe. So the question I want to ask you today is, what do you believe? Romans 15 verse 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace, as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Do you feel hope, joy, and peace today? Loss is all around us. As has already been mentioned yesterday, We heard more of the tragedy in Kentucky and all the other surrounding areas, lives lost. Shootings at schools cause loss. Many people have died of COVID and the outbreak. During the pandemic, there were so many different types of losses. Isolation, we were not able to be with people that we loved. There are students and teachers who are experiencing loss. Pastors are experiencing loss. 
they have lost many of their congregants that come to their church. It's a huge loss. There's loss to divorce. Chronic illness brings so many types of losses to individuals and to their caregivers. There's loss of friendships, financial loss. There's job loss, and the list goes on. And as have been mentioned, I've had a loss. I've had several losses. My husband, Arvid, of 52 years, we were married 52 years, together 57. I met him when I was 14 years old. Just before he died, my father died. Just before my father died, my cousin Anna Marie died in a New Jersey hospital all by herself. And then I had two lifelong friends who I just adored went to be with Jesus. The good news is I'm going to see them again in heaven. And that is the promise that I know that God has given me. But it can be very overwhelming. I wondered how I was going to navigate through the emotional roller coaster that I was experiencing every day. Honestly, it's been very hard. But I am learning that in the midst of my pain, there can be joy. I experience it every day. Who in the Bible showed us joy? If you remember David, he experienced betrayal, shame, loss, but he always went back to praising God and rejoicing in him. In one of the scriptures he wrote in Psalms 30, 11, you have turned my wailing into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy. And I want to share this with you. I want to read this because this next part is really important. If you don't get this, you won't understand truly what biblical joy is. Biblical joy is a feeling of good pleasure and happiness that is dependent on who Jesus is rather than, than on who we are or what is happening around us. Joy comes from the Holy Spirit abiding in God's presence and our hope is in God's word. Now, I know I'm being recorded, but I really want to read this again because this is where it all happens. Biblical joy is the feeling of good pleasure and happiness that is dependent on who Jesus is rather than on who we are and what is happening around us. Joy comes from the Holy Spirit abiding in his presence and the hope we have in God's word. And biblical, biblical joy can be confusing, especially since it's something that does not come in best of times. Loss is not the best of times. It, it can be a time of confusion, loss of identity, loss of confidence. It can be a time of fear, 
time of guilt, time of sadness, even anger, and so much pain. The pain of separation, especially from someone who has died, is so great. And it cannot be explained, and everyone is different. We never can compare another person's pain. Because joy is dependent on who Jesus is and God's presence in us as the Holy Spirit, biblical joy is accessible to us even in the worst of times, and it could never be taken away. That's something to praise the Lord about. Biblical joy could never be taken away. So then when we read Romans 15, 13 again, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, it's then possible, right? When you understand that, it makes a big difference. To be able to receive this biblical joy, though, there's a gift that you must receive first. And it's perfect because it's the best gift you can get at Christmas time. It always blesses me when I talk about the gospel. The joy that I'm talking about today is a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And that gift of salvation is exactly that, a relationship with Jesus Christ. He died on the cross for you. He loves you so much. And he wants you to know that you're not perfect. None of us are perfect. But he was willing to go to the cross. When you confess that you have sinned and recognize who Jesus is, and you want him to take control of your life, that joy I'm speaking about can be yours. Praise the Lord. So today I want you to go with me. We're going we're gonna to do an acrostic of the word biblical joy. So when you're thinking of joy, what is that all about? So of course, B, we start with the first letter, is the Bible. Without the Bible, I would not be able to stand here today. Today is the first day that I've actually done this since my husband died. He always came with me, supported me, prayed for me, and always told me you can depend on God. And he's here today. And these tears are good. So. I'm not embarrassed at all. These tears are they're precious tears of love for a man that I was so proud to be his wife. And he loved God's word. And I do too. So B is Bible. I is inspiration from the Holy Spirit. When you need biblical joy, it is something the world cannot give you. You can try Drugs, you can try drinking, shopping. People have tried sex. They've tried everything. But the inspiration that we get from the Holy Spirit is amazing. And in Galatians 5.22, when we actually wait on God, he, makes, he gives us these, this fruit of the Spirit. 
And he gives us, he helps me even now to love people when they're very insensitive. When, you're, when you've had loss, people can be very insensitive uh, to what you're trying to share with them. But when you give yourself to the Lord, he will help you to learn to love them in spite of what they say. He'll give you his peace, he'll give you his patience, and the list goes on. God is so good. Also, when you're thinking of biblical joy, you have to realize that as Christians, we're in a battle. It's not easy. But in that battle, God is with us. Joy will transform, biblical joy will transform challenging times into blessings and will turn heartaches into gratitude. And joy brings meaning to life. There are moments when, in the beginning, when I got up each day and I wondered what meaning, you know, who am I? What do you have for me now after being with somebody for 52 years? But God showed me that there is meaning. There's, there's definitely meaning just to be able to be here with this, have this wonderful opportunity I really praise the Lord. Um, but really, enduring the valleys of life are part of life. Uh, and he wants to, to transform the impossible and turn that into something amazing. And I have to tell you, that's what he's doing in my life. And that's what he can do for anyone who has gone through some difficult challenges. And I agree with Craig. Everybody is affected. This is not just some people, it's everybody. And I love that verse in James chapter 1, verses 2 to 4. Why do we battle? Why do we have hard times? I know we don't like to accept it, but the Bible says, consider it great joy, my brothers and sisters. Whenever you experience various trials, battles, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, but endurance must do its complete work so that you may be mature and complete and lack nothing. Isn't that awesome? So the battles are not there to destroy you. These losses are not there to destroy you. You can become better or you can become bitter. And that's the way it is. God says you have a choice. Praise the Lord. And as we receive this biblical joy, we become like Christ. So L is likeness of Christ. 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, So all of us who have had the veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord, and the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like him and we are changed into his glorious image. So through all of the losses we're going through, God wants us to be more like him. We're kind of moody after we've had some losses, right? I am, I haven't always been pleasant, but the Lord is saying, Liz, I can make you more like me through this experience, and that's what we want, right? Praise the Lord. The I is inner contentment. 
because we know that God is using whatever we are going through to accomplish his work in and through our lives, we can have inner contentment. And I love this verse in Proverbs 13, I'm sorry, 19 to 23. The fear of the Lord leads to life. Then one rests content, untouched by trouble. Now, it doesn't mean we won't have trouble. Doesn't mean we won't have trials. Doesn't mean we won't have battles. But our spirit can soar in the midst of all of that. Praise the Lord. And C is choice. Joy is a choice that we purposely make. And when we choose joy, there's hope. With joy, hardships offer growth and opportunity. Though our lives seem to be falling apart, and we may have every right to fly the victim flag, we instead choose to place our lives in the capable hands of the Father God, our defender. He is our defender. A is assurance. Joy is the settled assurance that God is in control of all the details of my life and your life. The quiet confidence that ultimately everything is going to be all right. It may be different, but it's going to be all right. And the determined choice is to praise God in every situation. I remember uh, probably about six months after my husband died, truly, I ran around my house crying and saying to God, I needed him, I needed him, I needed him. Literally, I'm not over-exaggerating this, I ran around my house <laughs> And finally, I sat down in my living room, and the Spirit of God said, Oh, really? You needed him? I thought you said you needed me. Isn't that what you tell people? Wow. It's true. I needed Arvid for a lot of things, but I needed Jesus. And that day, he assured me, there's where the assurance comes, that he was going to take care of every detail of my life, and I had to just trust him. L, of course, is for love. Joy abides in God's love. John 15, verses 10 to 12 says, If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Biblical joy. And of course, I love the last, which is J-O-Y, which is the word joy. The first one is Jesus object of joy is Jesus. Joy is rooted in Jesus Christ, not in external circumstances. It's all about him. And O is others. Joy is a gift of God that radiates to others through you. 
joy blooms through connection. The joy of Jesus flows through our lives as we become a channel of living water flowing out to all who witness our lives. Joy is a product of life in Christ. Let me tell you, when you have biblical joy and you're going through trauma and difficult times and others are looking at you, they see Jesus because they know it's absolutely impossible to be joyful without Jesus. And believe me, in my work at Spiritual Care Support Ministries, we support those who are uh, ill, dying, and then have had many losses. They've tried everything, tried everything, and they share that with me. Even fortune telling, they'll do anything because the pain is so great. But nothing satisfies. One lady told me, I did everything, and I'm finally coming to you because you've got to have something that will help me. She has now found that help, and that's through Jesus Christ. And then why is you? Ephesians 5, 8 says, For at one time you were in darkness, but now you are in light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. I believe that we can experience joy during this Christmas season as we focus on the real reason for the season. Biblical joy, it makes a big difference, and it can change your life. Today, we are going to have a candlelight service. We're going to light the candles on the table, and if you're at home today, I want you to get your candle out. What we are doing is we are acknowledging that we've had loss in our lives, but we desire healing from that loss. We desire purpose. We desire hope. This can be any loss, not just the loss of loved ones. As I mentioned, there's so many different types of loss. But we also recognize that Jesus Christ is the light of the world. And so we want to walk as children of light and receive his joy. And when we receive his joy, he brings peace, he brings joy, and he brings hope. Praise the Lord. Amen.
We're going to keep this available for a few more minutes here in the room. And I, what I felt in my heart just now as Liz was finishing was to simply recite some losses I'm aware of as your pastor. And it may or may not be the one that you came and lit the candle for. Um, it may or may not be the one that, at home that you lit. Uh, but I'm just going to recite some losses and I want us to keep our hearts open, allowing the healing of God. The death of a parent. The death of someone your age, slash too young to die. The loss of purpose, not having a prom, missing out on regular high school stuff. not being together with family at important events. Missing your co-workers. The death of a spouse. relationships based on misunderstandings or disagreements, whether it's about the things of God, um, political issues, cultural, social issues. could not agree more with what Liz has said is that what we need is this personal relationship with God and the fact that Jesus came and himself in order to provide that relationship to us and so as we design this service we want to end in song holding these things up before the Lord holding these losses before him and allowing the spirit to bring those into um, completion with him that allowing him to carry it with you that you're not carrying it alone and that and that we know that relationship with jesus so we're going to sing the song and then liz is going to come and 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 give us an ending prayer
Lord Jesus, we're so grateful that you were born so long ago, and yet you're here today. You love us so much. It's the greatest gift that any of, any of us could have this Christmas. So we pray, Lord, that we would come closer to you this Christmas, that in spite of all the losses that we have experienced, that you will fill our homes, our community, and our world with your peace, with your joy, your biblical joy, and most of all, your hope. In you, there is hope, and we give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen.